what is up? Caroline here with the As Always podcast. I'm super excited to be starting this journey with you guys. This is something I've been dreaming about doing for a while now, and it really just took a lot of courage and prayer and time to finally do it. Um, But if you don't know me personally, my name is Caroline, and I'm a senior in college from South Carolina, and I have been writing a blog for about a year and a half now, just about um, being a young Christian in college, you know, being a young adult Christian, and just dealing with everyday struggles and just kind of learning more about my faith and the Lord in a time and a place that's so, so much the opposite, to be perfectly honest. But also, if you're not a Christian, you are more than welcome here. Um, I do talk about the Lord because I love him, and that is my um, my goal and guide in life is to share the gospel. But regardless of if you follow the Lord or not, you are welcome here, and we're going to be talking about all kinds of things. Um, but basically... I've been writing my blog for a while, and it kind of just died down for me personally, and I just stopped writing because I felt really discouraged, and some people who were close to me that, you know, I loved and cared about their opinions weren't very encouraging with it, so I just stopped doing it, and then when coronavirus quarantine rolled around, I just constantly felt this conviction to continue writing and to just do more with, you know, the thoughts in my head and the words that I have coming from the Lord, and I started writing again, but I wanted to do more with it, and that's just where the podcast came from. It's something that I always thought would be super cool, but genuinely, I was like, who's going to listen to me talk? Um, But you are, so that's amazing, and at the end of the day, my number one thing is if just one person hears what I have to say and it affects them somewhat positively in their life, that's all that matters. Even if my mom's listening, hi, mom, I know you're listening, that's all that matters as well. But again, I'm so excited to be doing this, and of course, I jumped right in with the intro, but we are going to go ahead and start um, this series. So this new series, if you haven't read my blog, my blog pairs with the podcast. So each week when I post, the blog post and the podcast will kind of go hand in hand and talk about the same topics. Um, But after this episode, I will be having some great guest speakers coming on to talk about the same subject. I have some great friends, family, mentors that are going to be speaking with us in the future. So super excited about that. Um, But this week, it's just going to be me because I just want to start off with y'all getting to know me a little bit better. And honestly, I just think I have a lot to say on this topic. Um, But so this series for the next five weeks goes off of Colossians 3. Um, Christian or not, I'm just going to give you a synopsis of Colossians 3 just so you know where we're at. Um, Paul, who's a disciple of Jesus, is speaking with the Colossians and who's a group of Christians and basically explaining to them kind of the things that they're doing wrong and doing right in their faith. If you have been in the church, you've probably heard the term lukewarm Christian. If you have never heard that term, being a lukewarm Christian is, I mean, to the Lord, it's awful and, you know, he wants us to be on fire for him all the time, which of course is very hard, but being a lukewarm Christian is really just having one foot in and one foot out of your faith. And for a really long time, I have been a lukewarm Christian. I think it's something I still struggle with day in and day out, just because it's so easy to get wrapped up in the world. Um, I know y'all probably understand what I'm saying, but basically Paul is speaking to the Colossians about this and saying, you know, being one foot in and one foot out you might as well just be out. You know, the Lord wants you to be on fire for him and to 
use the qualities that he has given you from his heart that are in your heart to spread his gospel and to love others well. So Paul is just explaining to them some kind of qualities that they need to get rid of and some qualities that they need to join um, in together to do, to be more like the Lord, to disciple and love others better. So basically in Colossians 3, Paul gives the Colossians five aspects Um, Like five things where he's like, these qualities that you have are not good and you need to get rid of them because they are hindering the gospel and your ability to spread it. Then a verse later, he gives them five qualities that are of the Lord that would help them to spread the gospel better. And I don't know if Paul, if there were five and five to go hand in hand with one another and Paul did that on purpose or if it just made his writing sound better. But whenever I read that, I was like, you know, For me, at least, it wasn't a coincidence that there were five qualities to kind of disperse and five to use to spread the gospel better. So these next five weeks are basically taking those opposite like qualities and joining them together. So this week is joining together anger and kindness and seeing what it looks like to kind of replace anger with kindness and what that looks like today and using kindness and anger differently and just recognizing how that affects our lives, our walk with the Lord, and how we interact with others. Um, So I'm just going to jump right in. We're going to start talking about this because I'm not trying to waste any time. But basically, um, I think it's super easy for all of us to be angry about something right now. I mean, there's a lot going on, especially in the past six months. Our world is very broken and... As a Christian, you grow up being told that the world is broken and the world is broken because of sin. You know, as a Christian, I've always known that. So it's not that bad things don't phase me. It's just that I'm aware that the world is broken. So I approach things a little bit differently. And then, you know, if you're not a Christian, you're not told that. You're not explained, you know, the world is broken. It's hard to see the world kind of crumble around you and not understand why. Um, at least for me as a Christian, it makes sense because that's what the gospel explains to us. You know, the sin came into the world and broke it. And the only person who was able to not sin and die for our sins was Jesus. So, but there's still that sin in our world and the Lord wants us to kind of choose which way we want to go. If we want to be engulfed in that sin or if we want to follow more of his path, which of course, none of us are ever going to be perfect in that. Um, but still there's a lot of ways that we can live our lives and kind of change little things to not, I don't like saying be a better Christian because there's no such thing as being a better Christian than the other, but basically just having a heart more like the Lord's. Um, but again, kind of just how I started off the blog was talking about, there's a lot of room to be angry nowadays. There's a lot of things going on, whether it's political, social, within your family dynamic, your friends, there's a lot of ways to get angry about things because there's a lot of evil in our world. But the way that we handle it a lot of times kind of just makes it worse and makes it catalytic. Um, Even when I first posted about starting this series, even just for my blog, not even the podcast yet, I had mentioned how there was so much hate in the world and I really just want to start something to just spread more love. And a lot of people unfollowed me when I posted that, which that doesn't bother me, but I didn't notice it until my friend pointed it out. And she was like, did you notice that a bunch of people unfollowed you recently? And I was like, no. I was like, I don't know why that would be. Um, and she was like, well, I guess it's because what you posted about your blog. And I was like, oh, well, I didn't think that would offend anyone, but it 
it did and people chose to unfollow me and it is what it is and part of me wanted to get angry and be like hey I'm trying to do good here I'm trying to be a better Christian and if you don't understand that then you might as well unfollow me but then another part of me was thinking you know it is what it is I my I don't want to change anyone's minds or hearts by force I just want to be able to speak the way that the Lord has convicted my heart and then wherever that goes is wherever that goes you know so just coming to terms with the fact that not everyone's going to agree with what I said. There are people that hated Jesus. You know, Jesus was crucified. He was given the worst death possible so that we could live this life of freedom and be able to speak the gospel. So if a couple people unfollow me because they don't like what I have to say about the Lord in times like this where they think that I shouldn't be turning to God um, instead I should be, you know, fighting every single day for everything. I just, that's okay. That's okay. People don't agree with the way that I'm trying to, um, live my life, but that was a little tangent. It's okay. But anyways, um, I just want to give a little disclaimer because as I was saying, you know, we all have been angry, are angry, will be angry about something. And I'm not going to sit here and tell y'all that, you know, life is unfair and I'm going to try to fix it for you. Like it's going to get better because life is always going to be hard. Like I said, our world is broken and that's because sin is in our world. So I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say that life is just going to get better, especially if you're a Christian. If you do these things, your life is going to get so much better because that is not true. Um, if anything, for me, at least being a Christian and following the Lord well, it, it's, not convenient it's hard to have to separate yourself from the norms especially in college you know I had to separate myself from not necessarily friendships but just how I spent time in my friendships um not going out um not drinking um I'm 21 now so the situation's different but for a couple years I was like I just I don't know it's it's hard when the only socialization you have in college is around substances and having to separate myself from that but that was a whole thing especially the past two years in college that I really struggled with and then having to find friends that understood that struggle and wanted to do the same um and of course everyone has their own opinions and beliefs and I respect that and that's part of being your own human being is that you get to make your own decisions I think people think that Christians don't get to make their own choices, but it's our decision ultimately if we want to follow the Lord or not and how we go about our faith. No one is a perfect Christian and no one ever will be a perfect Christian because that's not the point. The whole point is that we are broken and we will never be perfect. And that is what, that's why Jesus is a savior. Um, if he wasn't the savior, there'd be really no point in all this. Um, and kind of going off of that, with everyone having their own opinions and beliefs, is amazing and you should be strong and independent in those but I think where we kind of are lacking and could be doing better is keeping the anger like, with each other when if someone has an opposing opinion as you I feel like your first immediate thought is like they are wrong and I need to change that right now and we kind of just fire at them immediately I know for myself if someone makes me angry even if it's not like it doesn't have to have to be political it doesn't have to be um, social, like if someone just like makes me angry, my first response is like, hmm, what can I say that would just like really burn them and like stick and last, you know, make it sizzle a little bit. 
and I ponder on that and I think of what I could say that would be like the perfect comeback and I just fire at them. And that is not healthy and that's not okay. That's not loving. That is not from the Lord. And it can really hurt people long term. Um, and I had to recognize that in myself so that I would stop doing it and stop hurting people because in the moment it kind of seemed harmless and, you know, they made me upset so why can't I make them upset? But that's really not how it works. And the way that we stop that spreading of anger and hate towards others is our response and care for others. I mean, I could rant for hours um, about just like how we get our information only from the internet and how so many different industries are corrupt and all that stuff. But I'm not going to get into that because at the end of the day, we're just people and we're people communicating with people and we just need to do better with how we love communicating care for others. Um, so I chose to speak on anger first just because I feel like the past couple months, like I said earlier, we're just all angry about something. Um, and our first response when we get angry about something isn't, "Mm, should I be angry or should I be kind in this situation right now? Like, I don't think any of us ever stop and really think about that. I mean, we might for a second and be like, okay, well, I need to control myself right now. But when like texts and tweets and Snapchat and reposts and DMs are like so easily accessible, like why would we stop ourselves? You know, it's so easy to slide up on someone's Instagram story and be like, hey, um, and just like go off on them because you completely disagree. And I'm also not justifying some like terrible things are going on right now. I know what you're thinking. But if you sit back for a second and think about how that affects the situation, you know, it's really hard to access all information on the internet. And we're all constantly on social media all the time. And something that you learn one day could be completely wrong the next. And it's really hard to understand how everyone's lives are different. Like if you're living your own life and you see someone post something else or you hear something about someone, you're not living their life. So you're not aware exactly who they are as a person or what's going on, just stuff like that. I know I'm being very vague, but I know you know what I'm talking about. Um, And I'm also not saying that anger is not a valid emotion because anger is 100% a very valid emotion. I could not count on my hands the amount of times that I've been angry with God, which also – I've come to learn recently that that's okay. Um, I used to think that I wasn't allowed to be angry with God or be upset with him. And I have been, and I've talked to him about it. I'm like, hey, God, I'm actually really upset with you right now because I don't know why this isn't working out the way that I wanted to. Like, why would you bring this into my life if it wasn't for me, you know? Um, But everything is for a reason, and I still truly believe that. But to being okay, being, sorry, not okay, being angry is okay. Everyone gets angry, but just how you respond in that anger is what's important. So, again, I'm not telling you to not be angry because you're going to get angry. We're all going to get angry. It's a normal emotion. I mean, God got angry. He's He was angry at creation. So that's a valid emotion. It's just how you use that emotion and go from there. So how I mentioned earlier how I try to create the perfect comeback when someone makes me angry Think about your go-to reaction when something really triggers you. Like, not just, like, be like, ugh, that's so annoying. But when something, like, immediately just, like, triggers you and makes you so angry. And I know, like, the word trigger is very new and, like, people use it all the time in our cult- in our culture. 
Um, but it's true. There are some things you see or you hear or things going on that you're just like, I cannot stand that. That makes me so angry. What is that for you? Like, what was the first thing that came into your mind when I said that? Think about the situations that you've encountered um, in those occasions and how you responded. You know, some people, you can get super angry and not even respond to the other person or say anything to them, but the rest of your day, you're just angry. It's in the back of your mind constantly, and it ruins your day. I know that that's happened to me countless times. And then there's other times where you do say something to someone or do something about it because you're upset and you're like, nope, this needs to change. And think about how you went about that situation. You know, were you kind or what did you say? And how you said it and what you said, was it productive for the situation or did it honestly make it worse? I remember not too long ago when there was a bunch of protests going on, I reposted something because I thought it would be helpful, you know, safety-wise um, in Columbia because there were protests going on in Columbia. And this girl set up on my my post on my story, and she just, like, went off on me saying how none of the information I posted was correct and how it was posted by an account that was affiliated with the police, but it wasn't the police. So she kind of just went off on me for supporting police and that all this was wrong and I was just doing it because I wanted to look good, blah, 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 blah. And I was really hurt by it because I genuinely just wanted to be helpful because I was worried for like my roommate that was still in Columbia and I just wanted to share and be like, you know, if you're going to protest, you know, do it safely, protect yourselves, like do what you need to do. Um, just be aware there's a lot of different situations in one area, blah, blah, blah. And she just like, again, went off. And I, I so badly wanted to be like, girl, I did not know, like, calm down. But I had to just sit down, like, take a second, breathe in and be like, okay, I'm sorry. I wasn't aware. Um, and just deleted it. But from there on, I, I'm too scared to post anything because I'm scared it's going to be wrong. And if there was some kind of way she would have approached the situation, to where she would be like, hey, I don't feel like this is completely accurate. Um, maybe you just shouldn't share it because it might give people the wrong idea. I would have been like, okay, sorry, did not know that. Thanks for letting me know. And then I would have been more careful with the information that I had shared. And I feel like that happens a lot, especially the past six months. Um, I feel like Instagram stories and reposts have just like gone through the roof and everyone does it because we want to share information and we want to help each other. Um, but if something's not 100% perfect or if someone's unaware of an organization that's corrupt or things like that, we just like set off and we're like, you should know this. When in reality, it's just hard to keep up with everything nowadays. And it's really easy to get angry at other people because you're like, oh, well, they need to know this and they don't. So that's just something, I mean, I've been struggling with for a while now and it creates that fear in us. There's a lot of people that are really scared to stand up for what they believe in or try to help because they feel like they're going to do it wrong. And that's because people are being angry towards them and taking that anger out on them. So this is even just, obviously this is a lot of political conversation, but it doesn't even have to be political. This can be conversation between like your friends and family. Like if there's a circumstance you can think of with your family where it was just, the whole situation was associated with anger. Do you talk about that situation a lot or do you completely avoid it? And I know personally with me, not only with friends or family, but even in relationships, like there's some conversations that you have in relationships 
like dating relationships that you simply just do not bring back up because they're associated with anger. And it's really easy to approach conversations differently and try to make it more out of love than of anger. But as soon as you cross that boundary and you approach a situation through anger and not love, you know, who you're dating, your friend, your family, they don't want to talk about that situation again. So if you can kind of think of it in that way, you know, would you approach a loved one? Would you approach your parent, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your friend in anger about something that hurt you without them being aware of it? Or would you go to them kindly? And either way, even if you've done it through anger or kindness, just think about the difference that it would create within your relationship with that person. You know, if our friends, if your friend said something that made you upset and every time they did something that irritated you, you just like completely went off on them and sent them off the, de- off the deep end and kind of just like canceled them on the spot, do you think they would still want to be your friend and still continue that relationship? Absolutely not. And that's something I've come to realize recently is that we do a lot of talk in our generation and within not even just my generation, but in general, but we don't do a lot of action um, that matches our words. So we get really upset. We get super angry. We get hyped up. We go off on someone. It creates that hostile relationship. But after that, what do you do after that? Do you do anything to heal each other? Do you apologize? Do you try to move forward? Do you try to do more? Like you get to a a spot where you're so focused on driving with anger that you don't know where else to go. And it's just a bunch of dead ends. Also, one thing that I thought about when I was writing my blog for this is that I think people confuse anger with passion a lot. Um, I know for myself, I get super passionate about things um, all the time. And I get super hyped up about it. And my friends sometimes are like, okay, well, Caroline's doing her thing. She's going off on her little tangent. But there are a lot of things that I am super passionate about and have compassion for. But the way that you approach those situations, you can still be passionate about something and make a good impression without being angry about it. Um. One verse that is, you know, in the section we're talking about, Colossians 3, says it better than I could. But it says, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And overall, these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. So it literally says, bear with each other. Forgive one another. If you have a grievance against someone bear with each other. I feel like that's something we need to say more, especially nowadays, like bear with each other. Life is hard. We're figuring things out. Bear with each other. You know, forgive one another. You could honestly ruin a great friendship or relationship just by letting your anger drive one situation and not bearing with each other or forgiving one another and not, and realizing that not everyone's perfect, you know? Um, and Christian or not, I've always said to myself and others, you know, I hope that I bring peace and joy into other people's lives and that I know that I can still make change and an impact through kindness and peace instead of how I how I used to be, which was just through anger and what I thought was passion and compassion. But it was really just I want people to hear my voice. And I thought that I couldn't do that by being kind. And I was like, who's going to listen to the quiet girl? 
you know? Who's going to listen to the one in the back being like, oh, hey, I want to talk about Jesus. They're going to listen to the girls be like, hey, you know, this is wrong. And the Lord says this, blah, 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 blah. No one's going to, like, no one wants to be yelled at and just want to be angry with them, especially when they're unaware of the wrongs that they're doing. And that is why, you know, the Lord, he's a loving God. Even though we are all broken and we're humans and we're imperfect, the Lord is still loving and he still loves us regardless of the things that we do. And that's how we really should be treating others as well. If we loved and saw each other the way that the Lord saw us, the world would be such a different place. In Colossians 3, again, it says, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. If you have a peaceful and loving heart, you approach situations and people and relationships completely differently than you would if you were just like always angry and you held on to all these different things that made you upset. If you continue to let the world weigh you down and let other people make you angry and affect your days and change the way that you think about yourself and who you are as a person, you are going to be so heavy and you're going to be so weighed down by the world. When at the end of the day, it's the Lord's job to lift that weight off of you and carry the world. I'm not telling you to not pursue what you're passionate about and do what you can to fight for our world to make it a better place. But don't let that weigh you down to a place where you lose your passion, you lose your compassion, and you just get angry. You get upset, and you're like, hey, I'm over this. This is too much for me, because I know I feel that way all the time. Um, also, for Christians, I don't know if you've been told this, and if you haven't been told this, I'm telling you now, you are supposed to be different. You are not supposed to fit in by any means. You are supposed to stand out. You are supposed to be the black sheep. And this doesn't look the same to anyone by any means. I mean, I grew up in a Christian household, so I was always encouraged by my parents, by my brother, by my family to be different and to love the Lord um, and grow in that. I mean, my, my nana and my papa send me letters um, encouraging me to just love others and do better in college. And that's always been a reminder to me. But I think as Christians, we think that we have to try to fit in and love the Lord while we're trying to fit in simultaneously. But that just doesn't work out. That's literally just trying to take a puzzle piece from a completely different puzzle and another box from a different store and trying to fit it into the puzzle that you've been working on for years. Like those pieces are not going to fit in. They're never going to fit in. And if you really want to have the Lord's heart, you'll continue to use those pieces from other areas of your life that are relevant and loving and are built for you, and you will finish your puzzle. And those pieces, (coughs) sorry, they can be other people too. I just think that we feel like we have to fit some pieces of the world and some pieces of the Lord into our life. And be like, yeah, I'm 50-50. But what is 50-50? 50-50 is that one foot in, one foot out that I talked about at the very beginning of this podcast that I talked about like 25 minutes ago. That one foot in and one foot out is that lukewarm Christianity that the Lord hates and he doesn't want. You aren't supposed to be a 50-50 puzzle. You aren't supposed to be one foot in, one foot out. You know that line at Carowinds, if you've ever been to Carowinds, one side you're in North Carolina, one side you're in South Carolina. We all stood on that line when we went in middle school. That's not what the Lord wants you to do. He 
he doesn't want you to be like, hmm, I love the Lord, but I also like want to hang out with my friends and do these things. They're com- completely against him. Which I know it's not easy. None of us can be perfect in it. But having that conscious mindset of you are supposed to be different. This is not going to be easy. And the Lord has a plan for you will help you so much in being who the Lord created you to be. That was a whole tangent. Um, and I'm not sorry about it because it it just came out as it needed to. Um, but also, if you're not a Christian, from everything that I've said in the past almost 30 minutes, just think about the way that you interact with others right now and how a little bit of change from anger to kindness would change your life. Um, I mean, even Christians, this is really important. Like, do you lead with anger or do you lead with kindness? Even in day-to-day situations, like being kind to your Starbucks barista, being kind to your waitress, like those little things are actually important. And also, don't feel like that you have to be a Christian to live your life differently because that's not true. If you don't know the Lord or you're just not a Christian, you're not open to it, because I'm not the person to push the gospel on anyone because that's all in the Lord's timing. Um, But if you aren't a Christian, but you just want to live your life differently and you just want to love others better and care for others better, you can do the same thing. Changing your anger and how you react in anger to kindness can change your entire world. If you want to make a change in this world and have your voice heard, I promise you, you're going to get so drowned out by all the other people screaming. Just imagine standing in a room and everyone's just screaming and they're just screaming random things. Like you can only hear yourself. You can't hear what other people are saying. I mean, maybe in between breaths, you can hear what other people are saying. But then you see that one person off to the side, just like they're talking, but they're talking kind of quiet or maybe they're not talking at all. And then you're like, oh, why aren't they why aren't they talking? So then you stop and you look and you're like, oh, what's going on? So you stop, then another person stops, then everyone stops screaming and just starts listening to the one person that was quiet in the first place. You really just have to put it into perspective of again, your approach and how it affects others. I feel like when we're angry, we just want to feel better. And we're like, if maybe if I just get this out of my system, I'll feel better. But you're taking that fire and that anger, you're pouring it out of yourself into somebody else. So that anger, even though it's maybe out of you now, it's in somebody else. And that can change your whole day, their whole life, their whole perspective on so many different things. So you really do have to consider how you speak to others, how you care for others, how you treat certain situations. Again, I feel like the underlying tone of this has been so political, but it's really not. Like I said, it can be everyday things, how you speak to your waitress, how you speak to your parents. I mean, when I was in high school, I was just not kind to my parents because I thought I was on top of the world. I was like, "Mm mm-hmm, I'm in high school. I can do anything I want. I have a car. Like, that's literally why I thought I was it. And I was not, obviously, and I know that. And my relationship with my parents now is a million times better. Um... But you just really have to think about the way that you 
speak and care for others affects them and how it ends up affecting you. You know, if you spend your entire life just being angry about everything, where'd all that time go that you could have been happy and kind? I know for myself, at least, I'll end on this story because I completely forgot about this until now, but I do remember this from a little while ago. But since I've been in Columbia, I eat out a lot more because I'm back at school. Um, and especially before my roommate moved in and we got pots and pans and stuff, I was just running around getting, you know, Chick-fil-A, Chipotle to go, stuff like that. But there is a few instances when I was getting things to go. Um, Chick-fil-A, one of our Chick-fil-A's is only doing mobile orders if you go inside. So you have to mobile order and then pick it up. And this lady was in line to order. And they're like, we're so sorry. Like, we're only doing mobile orders. So I had already gotten my food and it was about to leave. And I was like, hey, I can mobile order it for you off my phone. And then my name's Caroline. So when they call Caroline, it's yours to pick it up. Um, And she just wanted, like, one thing. So I didn't make her pay me back for it. I was like, it's fine. It doesn't matter. So that happened. I'm not saying all these things, too, to, like, brag on myself. But you'll understand in a second. And then there's another instance when I, I think I was at UPS or something like that. I was either at UPS or USPS. I was picking something up. And this lady comes in doing returns. And she was getting really upset because she didn't want to pay for a new package or a new box to send out her package or her return. So she kind of like went off on the guy working there. And then she sits down herself and says, you know what? If this stuff doesn't get shipped back, then it's your fault. And I will be calling and complaining about you. Um, so basically the guy was going to have to pay for it, you know, out of his money for her box. And so I was like, how much is it? And he was like, it's four bucks. I was like, okay. So I paid the $4, bought her box, let it go, let it be. So if you think basically between the Chick-fil-A situation and the UPS situation, I don't know, maybe I spent like $12 or something in that area. Right after those two situations, they happened pretty much like day after day. I was having a really rough day um, one day, and I was like, I just need to get out of the house. Like, I just need to go. I'm just going to be, you know, I'm just get what I like. I like green tea from Starbucks, ice cream tea from Starbucks, and I was going to get a bowl from Chipotle, and I was going to sit in the Trader Joe's parking lot and eat it and go get some groceries. And so I ordered Chipotle online, and I walked in just to go pick it up and grab it, and there wasn't a fork in there. So I walked up to the dude, and I was like, hey, there wasn't a fork. Can I, can I have one, please? He's like, yeah. And then he goes, wait right here one second. I was like, okay. So he walks to the back or somewhere and comes back and he hands me his coupon for a free bowl. I was like, oh, thank you. I was like, what? And he was like, you just seemed pretty nice. So here you go. I was like, oh, thanks. And then I walked across the street to Starbucks to order um, my tea. And I was just going to get a little one. And he was like, well, we're out right now of that. Um, and I maybe paid like a dollar or something for it. And he was like, what else would you like? I was like, I don't, I don't care. Whatever is similar. And he gave me like a Trenta like iced coffee thing. And he was like, this is the one that I get. And he's like, it's, it was definitely more than what I had paid for. But I was sitting in my car and I was thinking about it. And I was like, between the bowl and like the, coffee like the free bowl that I got and the free coffee that I was just given that's about $12 like the money that I had spent on other people that week and it just kind of popped in my mind that the Lord repays you in your kindness in his own time and place you know I've always 
everyone always tells me that I'm too nice and that I don't stand up for myself and that I don't, I'm too kind and that I need to do better and I can't let people keep walking all over me. But for me, it's really just because I want to leave with the grace of God and I want to love others the way that the Lord would want me to. And it's always been kind of a harsh reality um, for me to be like, I am going to get walked all over it sometimes when I'm kind, but I can also be independent and strong while being kind. People will try to take advantage of your kindness and they will try to make it to where you seem soft and that they can do whatever they want to you. But that's not true. Um, Little things that you do day in and day out at the end of the day will change other people's lives in your own. The Lord gave me back that $12 in his own place, in his own time, and he didn't need to, but he did. And I don't think that that was a coincidence at all. But the more you decide to love others, the more you're going to be loved back. And the kinder you are to others, the kinder others will be to more people. It's really just a chain reaction. And I do believe that if we want to see real change in our world and more love from God, no matter Christian or not, if you just want to see our world being a better place and more loving, I really do think that we just need to be more conscious about our anger, how it affects us and how it affects others. Um, I've said this once, and I'll say it again. I'm not perfect, and I don't write and talk about all these things because I've mastered it, because I have not. <laughs> Nobody whatsoever. I talk about these things because I struggle with it too, and I know how hard it is and how hard it can be. Um, but I don't want y'all to feel alone in any of this. I know we all get angry. I know life is hard. I know some of us are quote unquote, too nice when we're really not. Life is hard. We're all not going to do it perfectly. But I have started this podcast and I have relaunched my blog because I don't want anyone to feel alone. And I want y'all to understand that we're all struggling in our own ways. And it's okay. I am here to talk about it with you. And I want you to know that this is a place where you can actually be real with yourself and others. I'm going to be super real with y'all. The more we keep talking, the more you'll get to know me and the more I'll get to know you. And I honestly can't wait for that. And I can't wait to see what the Lord has to do with all this. Um, But thank you so much for listening. Again, I'm so excited to be starting this with y'all. If you want to read the blog as well, that pair with what I talked about, the link is in my Instagram bio at CG Sherm. And thank you again for listening. And just remember, bear with each other, forgive one another, love and be kind. And as always, I'm Caroline. Talk to y'all soon. Grace,